So before we continue with the church on fire, let us look at a short preamble here and then I'll describe to you the gravity of this message. You'll be able to understand now the gravity of this message in light of the prophecies I've given fulfilled, coronavirus and the ones that are being updated. Lord has spoken to me again right now. The Lord took me into a hospital in Asia. There's a very big distress there. You see a lot of people swarming into the hospital. I see the lack of equipment now. There's no equipment. The doctors are running up and down and many people flooding into the hospital. The Lord took me to Asia and I see a lot of people rushing into the hospital, being rushed with the procedure being done on somebody. And then there is testing. So somebody told me, well, he makes one of the doctors there to speak with me. And he says, we don't have equipment. What we do, we take this and they take a little and put on the culture to see. So there is going to be a big distress that is going to come into Asia. A big disease, distress of disease is coming. There will be a disease emergency in Asia. That distress will be like none other. A distress that has not been seen. This kind of distress, like, God has shown me just a few minutes ago when he took me to Asia, will develop on this earth, will throb on this planet earth, will throb on this planet earth. Upon the face of the earth, Julia Uso Wadunia. The Lord has come out ametoka, with a storm akiwa na dhuruba to strike the earth kuigonga dunia for their iniquity kwa ajili ya utalimu wao for their sin kwa ajili ya dhambi yao for their blackmail kwa ajili ya blasphemy kwa ajili ya kufanya abomination 
immorality usherati haleluya haleluya kutawaka kutawaka they see difficult days ahead of you naona siku zenye utata mwingi mbele zenu visible killer is sweeping the world on the loose There is a storm coming kuna dhoruba ambayo inakuja upon the face of the earth juu ya uso wa dunia the lord has come out bwana ametoka with a storm akiwa na dhoruba to strike the earth kuigonga dunia for their iniquity kwa ajili ya udhalimu wao for their sin kwa ajili ya dhambi yao for their blackmail kwa ajili ya blasphemy kwa ajili ya kufurahia immorality usherati haleluya haleluya kutawaka kutawaka they see difficult days ahead of you naona siku zenye utata mwingi mbele zenu
Hong Kong health authorities have activated their most serious response level after an outbreak of a new type of viral pneumonia in China. A man has died from a new pneumonia virus in the central Chinese city of Wuhan. 41 other people have been diagnosed with the virus that investigators say resembles SARS. There is now a report from the Center for Disease Control that they have the first U.S. case of that coronavirus. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is confirming the first case of human-to-human transmission in the United States of the novel coronavirus. The World Health Organization has declared the coronavirus outbreak a public health emergency of international concern. 61 passengers have now tested positive for the coronavirus on the stranded Diamond Princess ship. New York now confirming its first case. The WHO has formally declared the coronavirus a global pandemic. We're deeply concerned both by the alarming levels of spread and severity and by the alarming levels of inaction. We will be suspending all travel from Europe to the United States for the next 30 days. Europe has now become the epicenter of the pandemic. EU leaders now have agreed to close Europe's external borders to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. China now reporting zero local new infections. The U.S. now has the most cases in the world, more than 81,000. Worldwide cases have now topped half a million. Boris Johnson, the UK Prime Minister, has tested positive for coronavirus. Total global confirmed cases right now have now topped one million. New York State now has more coronavirus cases than any other country outside the US, according to the latest figures. Cuomo is ordering residents to wear face coverings in public where social distancing is not possible. The United Kingdom now has the highest COVID-19 death toll in Europe. The United States continues to see increasing cases in so many areas of the country, including the Sun Belt, the South, the West. Class dismissed at UNC Chapel Hill. Following a weekend of packed parties and growing COVID outbreaks, the university is reversing course, canceling all in-person classes. The United Kingdom is entering a second wave of the coronavirus pandemic. Worldwide coronavirus deaths have passed the 1 million mark, with 20% of those in the United States. It came without warning, and it spreads like wildfire. You see a lot of people swarming into the hospital. The doctors are running up and down, and many people flooding into the hospital. And medical staff are under intolerable pressure. They're fighting a war here and they're losing. The sheer numbers of people succumbing to the coronavirus is overwhelming every hospital in northern Italy. Covid. 
reports surface of doctors having to choose who lives or dies because there aren't enough respirators. Rispetto ad un altro più anziano, vedo i loro visi ormai davvero provati e quasi inespressivi. Stretchers, row after row. Every surface is dangerous, and so is the air. This is truly an unprecedented situation. This virus doesn't discriminate. It attacks everyone. This morning, the U.S. has the most reported coronavirus cases in the world. On this day, almost 800 New Yorkers died. I've never seen a health crisis like this before. Non ho fatto nulla per andare incontro e prendere questo virus che invece purtroppo è entrato nel mio corpo e nel frattempo ho ucciso la persona più cara nella mia vita che era mio papà. Tutti dicono che questo virus è una normale influenza, vi posso dire che non è una normale influenza, e entra dentro di te, si impossessa di te e ti prende Abbiamo le terapie intensive ormai piene, strapiene e non sappiamo più dove veramente mettere le persone e continuiamo a creare posti in ogni zona possibile e immaginabile dei nostri ospedali. Abbiamo chiuso le sale operatorie di routine, eh, funzionano solo due sale per le urgenze e le altre sale operatorie sono state adibite a sala rianimazione. Only two years old when the Second World War was uh, over and in my lifetime I've never seen anything like uh, uh, this. A lot of people swimming into the hospital, the doctors are running up and down and many people flooding into the hospital. Staff inside Houston's United Memorial Medical Center desperately working to keep this COVID patient alive. One, two, one, two, one, two, come on, good, good compression, people. The grim reality across the South and West playing out in that tiny room in Houston as doctors and nurses pound her chest and pump air into the 66-year-old woman's lungs. The chilling video shot this week by the Associated Press. Her vitals started dropping at 11.47 p.m. By 11.52, like more than 130,000 American COVID victims, she was gone. Every patient inside this New York emergency room has COVID-19. It's one of three hospitals in the state fully dedicated to treating the disease, but had to stop multiple interviews because of this. Repeated calls for code 99, which means a patient needs immediate help to keep breathing. This is the scene outside my job right now. This was the Lower East Side of Manhattan on Monday. A nurse from NYU Langone Hospital sent us this video. He told us there were nine ambulances all backed up trying to get patients into the emergency room entrance. Life on the front lines, in the epicenter of our country's pandemic. The synchronized sound of ventilators is an eerie reminder of how dangerous this virus is. Doctors and nurses battling an enemy that often has the upper hand. It's gotten to the point that the FDNY is telling people this. If you are not seriously sick, if you are not having a true emergency, stay home. Save 911 for those true emergencies. 
every 13 to 16 hours, they turn the patients over to relieve the pressure on the lungs. Without doubt, she wouldn't survive without constant attention. This is Janet Shamblian in Houston. Where hospitals are buckling under a flood of new coronavirus cases. Pain through my whole body. It's, it's, it's not a good. With that amount of distress from the prophecy I gave on December 1, 2015. The Lord spoke with me that day at night to announce to the world that this is what was coming to the world. And you see the specific details saying there would be, it would be in Asia first, it would come from Asia, but throb the whole earth. And then he says uh, that there would be um, shortage of equipment, lack of equipment. The need for culturing mean it would be a new disease. People flooding hospitals. And in that tremendous dream when the Lord was talking to me and showing me the prophecy and how it will occur. Remember in the dream I have already seen myself come out and give the prophecy. And I've seen now the fulfillment of my words in the dream before I come to you. And that's why I knew all the details. But you can tell that in the dream I thought we had entered the great tribulation. Even for the Lord to make me feel and think about the great tribulation. To come and announce to you that it felt like the great tribulation. Meaning it's a serious caution, serious warning the Lord is transmitting to the nations. He's asking the nations to repent. Believe the gospel and receive Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior. And then prepare to exit into safety. And recently by voice he says, Tell these people that when the rapture takes place, the status of the earth will change. So you can see already from the bout. In fact, now Europe is, 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 is moving into the second wave. There are lockdowns again starting and the spread is immense in the US the same. Let us see what the WHO said yesterday before we begin tonight's message. Our current best estimates tell us that about 10% of the global population may have been infected by this virus. What it does mean 
is that the vast majority of the world remains at risk. That update from the World Health Organization Monday also included a warning that the globe is headed into a difficult period as the disease continues to spread. And want to put the spotlight on two world-renowned cities now seeing a surge in new coronavirus cases. First up, we go to France, where officials are putting Paris under a maximum coronavirus alert. New restrictions announced Monday for the French capital. Tous les bars devront être fermés. Bars will be forced to close for two weeks starting Tuesday, the city's police chief announced Monday, and restaurants will have to adhere to tougher protocols including more space between tables. About 3,500 new infections are being confirmed a day in the Paris region. Nationwide on Saturday, France reported nearly 17,000 new coronavirus cases, the highest daily number since the country began widespread testing. To New York City, once the epicenter of the U.S. outbreak months ago, cases in some neighborhoods are now on the rise once again. The state's governor now giving the green light for New York City to close schools in the nine hotspots starting Tuesday. Ten percent of the world's population may have been infected by coronavirus. That's according to the World Health Organization. And official claims the disease has impacted around one in ten people, but it does vary depending on every country. There are more than 35.5 million confirmed cases globally, but experts say this could be an enormous undercount. Southeast Asia, Europe and the Mediterranean continue to experience a surge in infections and deaths. The World Health Organization says around 10% of the world's population may have had COVID-19 more than 20 times its official tallies. Our Kim Hyo-sun has the details. The WHO warns that roughly 1 in 10 people across the world may have already been infected with the novel coronavirus, warning that the world is heading into a difficult period with the virus continuing to spread. Our current best estimates tell us that about 10% of the global population may have been infected by this virus. This varies depending on country, it varies from urban to rural, it varies between uh, different groups. <clears throat> but what it does mean is that the vast majority of the world remains at risk. This means that the total global caseload could amount to more than 760 million people based on the current world population of about 7.6 billion. This is far more than the tallies released by the world's health body, which stands at over 35 million globally. The head of emergencies at the WHO also stressed that many continents face a surge in cases, including Southeast Asia and Europe. His remarks come as many European nations have reported record high daily cases lately. In response, the French government raised the alert level in Paris on Sunday, leading to the closure of bars for 15 days starting Tuesday. Similar restrictions are also being reimposed in Madrid as well, as the city accounts for some one-third of all new cases in Spain. Spain has ordered a two-week ban on all non-essential trips in and out of the capital. Many business establishments, such as restaurants and stores, will have to close earlier than usual and reduce their occupancy to 50 percent of their capacity. Iran also set a new record in the number of daily COVID-19 infections on Monday, with over 3,900 cases. 
As a response, the country has imposed a second lockdown of Tehran to contain the spread of the virus, which includes shutting down schools, movie theaters, coffee shops, and many other multi-use facilities. The World Health Organization estimates about 1 in 10 people may have been infected with the coronavirus. Now, its top emergency expert, Mike Ryan, says that the rising number of infections is also the vast majority of the world's population that's vulnerable to COVID-19. Ryan made the revelation while addressing the World Health Organization's executive board in Geneva yesterday. He says outbreaks are surging in parts of southeastern Asia with cases and deaths on the rise in parts of Europe and the eastern Mediterranean region. The World Health Organization's top emergency expert is also warning the world is heading into a difficult period with the disease continuing to spread. Nothing has changed and, and everything has changed because we are now heading into a difficult period. The disease continues to spread. It is on the rise in many parts of the world, but we have learned lessons. Well, these figures suggest that the global number of cases far exceeds the number that the WHO actually knows about, which currently stands at some 35 million. The true figure, we understand, could be more than 20 times that. But still, the vast majority of people at risk, some 90% of the population still vulnerable to infection, with the disease very much continuing to spread. And particularly as we now enter a difficult period, the global pandemic coupled with flu season. We're seeing surges in infection, particularly in Europe, Southeast Asia, as well as the Eastern Mediterranean. What we've learned from the last couple of days is that the body says its work is hindered by problems of funding, particularly its dependence on donations, which leave its finances vulnerable in dealing with a situation of this scale, as well as a feeling that WHO staff are overstretched due to the pressures of coping with the unprecedented nature of the global pandemic. We've also learned that the WHO has submitted a list of experts to take part in an international mission to China to investigate the origins of the coronavirus amid allegations from many in the international community that China hasn't been fully transparent about the early stages of the outbreak. Roughly 1 in 10 people may have been infected with COVID-19, leaving the vast majority of the world's population vulnerable to the virus. That was the claim on Monday from Mike Ryan of the World Health Organization. The head of emergencies at the World Health Organization says its best estimates indicate that roughly 1 in 10 people worldwide may have been infected by the coronavirus. Dr. Michael Ryan, speaking Monday to a meeting of the World Health Organization's 34-member executive board focusing on COVID-19, said the figures vary from urban to rural, and between different groups, but that ultimately it means the vast majority of the world remains at risk.
when I said Wakati niliposema that on that July 29 ya kwamba katika tarehe hiyo 29 Julai the year 2009 mwaka 2009 that the Lord Yahweh ya kwamba Bwana Yahweh while I was asleep on the floor of the Oliver Tambo International Airport South Africa wakati nilikuwa nimelala katika sakafu ya uwanja wa ndege wa Oliver Tambo kule Afrika Kusini preparing to take the transatlantic flight for a big revival in Venezuela nikijiandaa kuchukua ndege ya kuvuka Atlantic kwenda katika uvuvio mkubwa kabisa kule Venezuela we did not have where to stay so we stayed on the floor hatukuwa na mahali pa kulala kwa hivyo tukalala katika sakafu it was allowed iliruhusiwa but at that place the lord lifted me up lakini katika mahali pale bwana akaninua juu and took me right into heaven na kunipeleka moja kwa moja hadi mbinguni before his throne mbele za enzi yake and then i saw the glorious lamb of god halafu nikamwona mwanakondoo wa utukufu wa mungu break the fourth seal of the holy scroll of god akivunja lakiri enne ya gombo takatifu la mungu inside heaven ndani ya mbinguni inside the throne of god ndani ya enzi ya mungu and when he broke that fourth seal na wakati alipoivunja hiyo lakiri enne Then I saw the fourth living creature come from the throne. Halafu nikamwona kiumbe wanne mwenye uhai akija kutoka kwa enzi. And then he came and began to speak with me. Halafu akaja akaanza kuzungumza pamoja nami. After speaking with me. Baada ya kuzungumza pamoja nami. Then he walked back to the glory to the throne there. Halafu akarudi tena kwa utukufu pale katika enzi. And then he called the rider of the fourth horse of the apocalypse. Halafu akamuita mpanda farasi wa farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii. And when he called him. Na wakati alipomuita. He came very high speed. Alikuja kwa kasi sana. So he came very high speed. Hivyo alikuja kwa kasi kabisa. Charged. Akiwa na mori. And I thought he was going to pass. Na nilikuwa nilifikiria kwamba anaenda kupita at the throne of god katika enzi ya mungu and he made me know that god the father was seated following this very carefully na akanijua nijui akanifanya nijue kwamba mungu baba alikuwa amekaa akifuatilia hii kwa umakinifu kabisa and of course the lamb who is involved in all this na pia mwanakondoo ambaye anahusika kwa haya yote who broke the fourth seal ambaye alivunja lakiri ya nne so when the horseman came at very high speed kwa hivyo wakati mpanda farasi alipokuja kwa kasi sana kabisa Then I lifted my left prophetic hand to stop him because I thought he was passing. I did this. Halafu nikainua mkono wangu wa kushoto wa kiunabii kumsimamisha kwa sababu nilikuwa nafikiria kwamba anapita. Then he stopped. Halafu akasimama with the horse. Pamoja na farasi. That is when that horse lay down. Hapo ndipo yule farasi akalala chini. And then at that point I was able to see the rider and the turban that he tied on his head. Halafu kwa wakati huo niliweza kuona mpanda farasi wake na kile kilemba ambacho amefunga kwa kichwa chake. And I able to see the horse looking more pale green like a rotting dead body. Halafu niliweza kumuona yule farasi akionekana kana kwamba wakijivujivu kama vile wakijani kibichi mauti ambayo inaoza. And then after that Halafu baada ya hiyo after we spoke then he left Baada tulipozungumza akatoweka Then while still in heaven Halafu bado nikiwa mbinguni I saw that the first country went was Egypt Niliona kwamba taifa la kwanza ambapo alienda ilikuwa Misri And he ran over there Na akakimbia pale Then at one point I saw him going to a church with a cross a church Halafu kwa mara moja nikamuona akienda kwa kanisa jengo lililo na msalaba Because I see even the pews Kwa sababu hata naona vile vyote 
And then after that, Halafu hiyo, then I, the next I think he went to Greece. Halafu alienda Greece. Then I saw him run all over the earth. Halafu kote kote Now, the prophecy of December 1, the year 2015, I have always said nimesema, that it logs, it falls right under the rider of the pale horse. Ya kwamba moja kwa moja iko chini ya ule unabii wa mpanafarasi wa farasi wa kijivujivu. Falls right under the breaking of the fourth seal on the holy scroll of God inside glory. Inaanguka moja kwa moja katika kuvunjwa kwa lakiri ya nne katika gombo takatifu la Mungu katika ufalme wa mbinguni. And then I spoke that prophecy after going all over the earth and pleading with the nations to repent. And then now the Lord speaks with me that December December 1 2015 to step forward and speak that prophecy to the nations. Halafu baada ya kwenda katika ulimwengu wote mzima na kuwasihi wapate kutubu tarehe 1 Desemba mwaka 2015 Bwana akaniamrisha nikanyage mbele na kuzungumza unabii huo. Listen to this. Sikilizeni hii. This will make you now take with gravity the message I'm going to give you tonight. Hii sasa itawasababisha mchukulie kwa uzito kabisa ujumbe ambao unaenda kuwapatia usiku wa leo. And then I give that prophecy of the coming of this disease, the coronavirus. Halafu ninapeana unabii huo wa kuja kwa hili gonjo virusi vya corona with specific details. Na maelezo hasa kabisa. Specific details. Oi. Maelezo hasa kabisa kabisa. Coming from Asia. Ikitoka Asia. There would be need for culture. Kutakuwa na hitaji la utafiti. Meaning there is no cure. Kumaanisha kwamba hakuna tiba. Lack of equipment. Ukosefu wa vifaa. People flooding hospitals. Watu wakifurika mahospitalini. Ikitingiza ulimwengu wote mzima. Disease distress. Global. Diki la ugonjwa wote kote a global disease distress and then a global disease emergency that every word became fulfilled even India when I mentioned India and then now you see yesterday the WHO, the World Health Organization, now comes and gives the gravity of the words of my tongue. And say, they say that one, they say 10%, 10% of the global population may have been infected already. Asilimia kumi ya ulimwengu wote mzima watu wote katika ulimwengu wote mzima huenda wameambukizwa tayari That is unbelievable Hiyo ni ajabu That is what now underscore that this is the doing of the ride of the pale horse greeting the earth Hiyo sasa ndio inadhibitisha ya kwamba haya ni matendo ya mpandafarasi wanne akisalimia dunia that is now what affirms that the Lord is using this to tell you that the great tribulation is terrible and is near. It is terrible and it is near. 10% of 8 billion, that is about 800 million already infected and they have said the rest of the population of the earth remains susceptible. Meaning, are still going to be infected. Asilimia kumi ya watu bilioni nane. Ten percent of eight billion people. Asilimia kumi ya watu bilioni nane. Is about eight hundred million people. Ni apata watu milioni mia nane. And he says. Na anasema. The rest who have remained on the earth. Yakomba wale wengine ambao amebaki duniani. Not yet infected. Ambao bado hawajambukizwa. Will also be infected because they are susceptible. Pia wao watambukizwa. 
the gravity of the prophecy I gave December 1, 2015. When I said it, it looked more like in the Great Tribulation. When I say a great disease distress is coming to the earth. Now look at the developing story. Now is when you understand that this disease can easily infect the entire earth, the entire, everybody. The entire that you may understand that this is about the apocalypse this is about the end of the world the end of the earth the coming of the messiah if this is a little picture of what happens in the great tribulation then how was the great tribulation remember i have given prophecy i have already lived in the tribulation and the great tribulation i've already lived there and I've already seen the kind of diseases that will strike the earth there after the church has been taken. And I have seen that in the great tribulation, in the, the, the seven year tribulation period, that there is another more contagious virus. I don't know whether it starts from now and goes into the tribulation or it starts then. It is worse than the coronavirus. It is more contagious than the coronavirus. It is more infectious than the coronavirus. It is more deadly than the coronavirus. Because when, you attack, when it attacks the people, I see that the entire body has boils, boils, boils. And they are large boils. They are boils. And those boils are full of infectious fluid. And the bo each boil seems to, to have the gathers. The skin behaves like gathers, gathers of a cloth. The, 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 an eye. Towards an eye. There is an eye. Na, which becomes a little darker. Na kila, kila vimbe, kila mavimbe inaonekana kama vile ina makunyanzi katika ngozi yake ambayo inaelekea katika jicho lake ambalo ni leusi. Then it ripens. Alafu inaiva. And bursts. Na kupasuka. But that fluid, that fluid is what is extremely infectious, that fluid. Lakini maji maji hayo ndiyo ambayo ni ya kuambukizana sana kabisa. And when somebody lies on the bed. Na mtu akilala kwa kitanda. When they get up the entire skin remains on the on the bed sheet. Wakiamka ngozi yote mzima inabaki katika shuka. And when you look at their back, I have already seen their backs. Na ukiangalia migongo yao tayari nimeona migongo zao. You see total red flesh like this. Unaona nyama nyeku and the pain is unbearable and there is no cure. And so when I told you that I've stood before the throne of God at the breaking of the first four seals, including the fourth seal. Even the fourth seal. 
that brings disease to the earth. And I remember on that day I gave a prophecy saying diseases are coming to the earth. After the Lord had lowered me from heaven. At the breaking of the fourth seal. When I announced that diseases are coming. And then the Lord now takes me globally to call for repentance. To plead to mankind. Please prepare the way. The king is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Lord is coming. Our Savior is coming. And when they refused to hold national repentance, then the Lord comes and speaks with me on that December 1, 2015. Then I step forward and give that prophecy and post it right away into the YouTube. And the one that posted it on YouTube is sitting right here now. And so lying there for four years nobody understood to the gravity and the enormity and the deadliness of those words. And yet, at the time I gave the prophecy, some of you recorded like this on your cell phones. From the radio, live globally. Most of you keep books where you write in the prophecies. Some of you are now looking back and seeing what you wrote, the details, and you're watching your news and trembling. Remember. Kumbuka. That the commissioning statement, if you read the commissioning of the ride of the fourth horse, the statement that releases him, the command that he is released with, is given authority to kill one quarter of the earth. But the way the WHO has come out now to say that as we speak now, it looks like one tenth of the earth. 10% of the earth is already infected. Then now you begin to understand the gravity and the mission of the horseman. The Lord is saying, I'm not joking. And you see, they are saying that the rest of the world global population is very susceptible. So you begin to understand the mission of the rider of the fourth horse of the apocalypse. And the gravity of the time we are in. And then during the time when the coronavirus just set in, 
And everybody was confused they were like what is the message what is happening what is this on the earth Na kila mtu alikuwa amechanganyikiwa kabisa kiuliza je ujumbe ni upi nini hiki kinatendeka kwa dunia And then the Lord led me to come right before you Halafu Bwana akaniongoza nije mbele zenu And tell you Na kuambia that this is just a little glimpse of what will happen within the seven year period of tribulation. Ya kwamba hiki ni kionjo tu kidogo ya kile ambacho kitatendeka katika kipindi cha miaka saba ya dhiki. And the purpose of God doing this is to be able to quicken your hearts, to awaken your hearts to preparing, receive the gospel, stop sin, be born again, be holy, be righteous, for without holiness nobody sees the Lord and prepare for the coming of the Messiah that you may exit the sin. Get out of here into the safety of heaven as all these things happen on the earth. Na makusudi ya Bwana kufanya haya ni ya kwamba kupata kuambia ya kwamba achaneni na dhambi, pokeeni injili, mpokeeni Yesu, tembeni katika utakatifu, tembeni katika uhaki ili kwamba mpate kuepuka na majira haya mkaingie katika usalama wa mbinguni that you may stay in the safety of heaven. Because if this is a little picture of what will happen in the seven year tribulation then it's virtually unbearable. You remember the prophecy I gave also towards the White House in the, in the US in Washington. And how it has been fulfilled and the developing story is just unbelievable. Two weeks after that prophecy. Two weeks after my warning then you see what happened there. Na jinsi ambavyo imetimilizwa majuma mawili tu baada ya unabii huo unabii wangu. Mnaona utimilifu wake jinsi ambavyo imetimilizwa kwa njia ya ajabu kabisa. Time is over. Wakati umekwisha. Repent. Tubuni. And receive Christ Jesus as Lord. Na mumpokea Kristo Yesu kama Bwana. The Messiah is coming. Masia anakuja. I have seen the coming of the Messiah. Nimeona kuja kwa Masia. And the church I see him taking is a holy church. Na kanisa ambalo ninamwona kilichokuwa ni kanisa takatifu. I see a where a glorious coming. Ninamwona akivalia vazi la utukufu. And taken up into glory. Na kuchukuliwa hadi katika utukufu. This is the time to